morning, everyone. Welcome to the 5K GeoGuessr podcast. I am your host, Mark Wetzler. I have exciting news for everyone. Today, on today's show, we have a guest, the first ever 5K GeoGuessr podcast guest. He's a man that won't need much introduction for many of you. He's been a pillar of the GeoGuessr community and playing the game for over 10 years. He runs a successful YouTube channel where he's had some of the biggest names in the game on it. Zigzag, Barbar Binks, Radu, GeoWizard, and Chicago Geographer, amongst others. He's an all-around geography whiz and nice guy. And I have the pleasure of bringing to you a conversation today with Geography Challenges. It was a fun conversation. We talked about a lot of different topics. We talked about his YouTube channel, dealing with negative comments. We talked about Radu and why he is one of the best players in the world. We talked about comps. We talked about competitive multipliers. And we just talked about things like what what the future holds for him, IRL travel, his hobbies, and also his experience at the 2023 World Cup, uh, where he had the pleasure of meeting and observing players like Fungus, Blinky, Consus. So here's the conversation. Thank you all for tuning in and enjoy. Oh, I am joined today by Rory, aka GC, aka Geography Challenges. Welcome to the 5K Geo Pod- GeoGuessr podcast. Rory, how are you doing? Hello, I'm doing very well. Thank you. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm pretty good. Just kind of waking up here in the mountains in Washington. It's cold outside, but not snowing. So yeah, it's a bit wet here. Fairly yeah. cold, but not too bad. Yeah, can't yeah. Complain. So you're in Amsterdam, right? I'm in Amsterdam. Yes. Nice and. What prompted the move there? Where were, you, where were you living before? So London previously. Okay. And yeah, my so my girlfriend is half Dutch. And, oh, cool. But she grew up in the UK, but she's always wanted to spend some period of time living in the Netherlands. And we managed to sort of just about make it work. So here temporarily, but for sort of a nice sort of nine months to a year, hopefully. Yeah. Nice. Do you speak any Dutch? And I'm... I'm learning a bit, like my vocab's getting better. I really enjoy just making an effort to speak it in like shops and cafes. I've not had any like formal learning in Dutch, but uh-huh. I learn a bit from my girlfriend and just from practicing out and about. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose you would have like, you would probably have more opportunities to speak it when you're not with her. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Like when you're yeah, kind of forced. Yeah. 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 You can kind yeah. of, yeah. But I do love languages. So I, like the opportunity to learn a little bit more about Dutch is something I will I will grasp. So I'm always always willing to give it a go. That's like nice. the most important thing with languages is to try and make yourself comfortable to try. Because if you don't do that, then then it's hard to improve. What other languages have you studied? Spanish and French. Yeah. Cool. Do you find that useful in GeoGuessr? Sometimes, sometimes. Like it, it with info in Spanish speaking countries. Like I think if you don't have any grasp of Spanish. Like reading info could be could be much more difficult. Whereas I find it very easy to like synthesize what's a place name. Sometimes get some cultural clues out of written things as well. Yeah, um, so it can be helpful. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I remember one time getting a sign that had like two paragraphs of text on it in Spanish in Mexico, yeah. and it had the yeah. word "aguas calientes" in it. Yeah, and I think not because I speak Spanish too, and I think not mm-hmm. speaking Spanish, it would have been so much harder for me exactly. to find the place. Yeah, yeah. Very easy to find place names. And also I think it gives you a bit of a sense of like 
particularly in Latin America, how place names might relate to like native languages. So you can, you can spot like, it can be helpful in Mexico. It can be helpful totally. in like Peru, Bolivia. Yeah. Totally. Well, we'll get in, I want to get into that later about, yeah. I, I assume that that might have something to do with your love for guessing in Mexico. It does. It does. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I've, I studied abroad in Mexico city in 2006. Mm, and so that wow. was my first, my first kind of introduction to Mexico. And it's definitely one of the countries that I like guessing in a lot, but it, it's so hard. It's hard. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I played it a lot and I can still make huge, huge mistakes. I think there are a lot of other big countries where you can play a lot and mostly eliminate big mistakes, but Mexico still happens for me. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's tricky. Cool. Well, I want to talk about, let's see, kind of start from the beginning, if that's okay mm -hmm. with you. Yeah, that's fine. Your GeoGuessr journey, your YouTube journey. Yes. So how did you come across GeoGuessr? Do you remember, do you remember yeah. kind of your first contact with the game? I do. I do. So it was, cool. it was days after GeoGuessr came out. Okay. In May, 2013, I was at the university library with a few friends we were sort of supposed to be getting ready for exams but just kind of messing around and one of them had like heard of this game geoguessr and at that time i was already doing things like sporkle and very interested in geography and like mm -hmm. so I, I knew my geography quite well so we gave it a go sort of no real like no moving knowledge other than knowing like a decent amount of, about the world but moving sort of like had a decent grasp of languages and place names already. So sort of felt that I had a little bit of a knack for it. So we, we just spent a couple of days messing around playing that quite a lot and then kind of, you know, played it on and off over the next few years, just whenever mm -hmm. it occurred to me, but not, not very often. And then in about 2018, stumbled across GeoWizard. Okay. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, I love this game. And I've realized what he was doing and what he was looking at. And I just thought like, wait, if I actually like played this a bit more seriously and paid a bit more attention. I think I could get good. And I think I actually like straight away, I was like, I want to make these videos. Like it wasn't like, there wasn't a process where I was like, let me play a bit more and see. But as soon as I saw it, I was like, I'm going to start making videos of this. Cause I think I like have some of the knowledge that, that might be required. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I think a lot of people probably had their kind of intro to GeoGuessr with GeoWizard. Yeah, definitely. Uh, a lot of the people who started the game around like 20, 18 19 20 I think a, uh -huh. lot, a lot of people you ask will say that geo wizards sort of got them into it yeah. yeah and are any of those friends who played with you that first day are any, are any of them still into it not really so like one of them is still one of my best friends and he like he'll watch some of my videos occasionally but doesn't really play but he okay. does have a bit of a love for geography as well but geoguess is just quite a big to actually get properly into geoguess is like quite a big quite a big step so totally it requires quite a bit of time <laughs> yeah it does it does i i don't know how you feel about this but i like i don't have any friends in my immediate mm -hmm. surrounding who even remotely really care about geoguessr yeah yeah it feels sometimes a little bit isolating i don't know yeah. what your experience with that um, yeah i'm i'm lucky in a way because a lot all my friends have been really like encouraging about my about my geoguessr content and stuff so Pretty much all of them have at least like a passing interest because of that. And then I have a few others who like are quite keen on playing a bit. So yeah, I have a couple of pr friends who I play with occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool though, that you got in, you got in pretty much right at the beginning. I got in really, really early and it's, yeah, it's crazy to think how, even if you 
knew a fair bit about the world, you were still guessing so blindly. Like so many, so many things that we consider really basic clues now just hadn't been, there was no reason to think about them. Like there's no reason to really think about like yellow road lines or white road lines and things like that. It was all just a blind guess. Yeah. Was that a super gradual process, kind of the development of meta or was there, you think of a, a time period where it was like, okay, now everyone knows like what French ballers looks like or. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it wasn't until 2018 that I spoke to like proper Geogessa players because up till then I'd only played it like pretty rarely on my own. But when I joined the community and met other players, it was really not very developed. Like even things that seemed like really obvious car metas were like only sort of vaguely known about like Kenya car was like a thing, but not everyone knew it. And that's crazy. It's very hard. like understand that mindset of not caring about like of not thinking to really look at the details of the Google car. But then it was probably more I say about twenty twenty is when like metas accelerated. Because you had more and more people coming to the game. You had like more it kind of lent itself more to competitive stuff as well because you had the BR mode being brought in. Okay. Could, that was twenty twenty. Yeah, I think so. Okay. You could toggle challenges to be no move and then MPZ rather okay. than all being moving. And then trusting people to not move on them if you said don't move on it. Okay. So all those things like, and the growing player base just meant like there was a bit more of an outlet for like slightly more competitive modes and people, more and more people coming into the game, like looking at different things. And as soon as people realized that these car metas and pole metas, it just kind of exploded around then. And okay. All of a sudden you have people creating, well, probably not all of a sudden, but then you eventually have people creating like 150 page documents. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But in, in the earlier era around 2018, like there were a few people who were, I think, noticing things like a lot more than most players were. People like Pizza Guy, who was who's not really an active player anymore, but at the time he was the best player in the world. Like I, I've spoken to him since, and he said there were a few things he sort of picked up on that nobody else really knew about. Yeah, but it became much more widespread and well known in the community, probably more like 2020. Yeah. Do you know why he fell out of playing or? So, yeah, I think he just, I think he got busy with, with other stuff. He's, he's one, yeah, one of the most talented players I've seen, like has an incredible geography knowledge, probably the best wow. one to ever play the game. Wow. Yeah. I've yeah. heard of him. Yeah. yeah but he's... it seems like anytime he ever gets mentioned, it's like, oh, I didn't know he was still playing or. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's per- personally, he's like my idol. Sort of, or like when I was, when I first started playing, he was the person I probably looked up to most in the wow. game. So he always sticks out in my head a lot. He doesn't, he's never done any like YouTube stuff, has he? Not really. He's posted the odd video, but I don't think they're available anymore. He was okay. getting like 100 country streaks and like four minute 25Ks like wow. four years ago. Wow. Before anyone was even dreaming of things like that. Yeah. yeah. Really, really amazing player. That's, that's crazy. That I was just watching one of your videos actually from four years ago where you're going for a diverse world, I think 15 country street. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was just, and I think you were playing, well, no, there was a later, another video, maybe a little later where you were, I think it was a battle royale video with you mm-hmm. and Geo Wizard. Yeah, yeah. People like that. But yeah, it was just amazing. I, I could see you, you know, looking at uh, long outer dash Norwegian road lines yeah. and French bollards. And yeah. I was just like, wow, this has come so yeah. far. Yeah. Yeah, because at that time, I think, yeah, like a 15 country street was like something to aim for. Mm-hmm. I remember when I started playing properly, 
there was a concept of like a five country challenge, which was like play one seed, no moving and see if you can get the country right five times in a row. I think like okay. for top players now, that's like a given, but back then it was more like a challenge to try and achieve. Yeah. Well, country streaks is definitely a mode I use for training. And I want to get into the different modes because we were just talking mm-hmm. about that off camera, but let's shift if you don't mind to the YouTube side of things. Cause I'd like to talk about that at least for a second, sure. if, if that's okay. Yeah. You said you started doing videos basically as soon as you got kind of serious about the game. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I don't know what it was, but I felt when I watched Geo Wizard doing it, I just felt like a strange that I just had to do it. I don't know what it was. It was just like, there's no, there's no gap between me like discovering because I think what happened is like I found Geo Wizard, Googled some more stuff about Geo, I guess I found the subreddit, yeah. maybe, maybe played for like one or two days, like realized they were sharing tips, like learned loads in those two days and then just immediately like start making videos basically Mm -hmm. and Um, what are your what are your favorite i mean i've watched you know i haven't watched all of your videos yeah yeah. i've watched a a decent amount of them what are your favorite kinds of videos to make favorite kinds of videos to make are it's hard to say because so i really like blank map stuff Mm -hmm. because i feel like that's something i've maybe carved a little bit of a niche for yeah and other people have done it really well yeah so like radu and rihanna have both done extremely impressive blank map games mm. more impressive than mine but still think yeah i i sort of have a bit of a knack for that and people seem to enjoy watching it so i like those i also like the ones that kind of show the but basically i like that my backlog of video backlog of videos shows the development of the game so you have moments where i'm trying to get 10 countries in a row and then like mm-hmm. maybe a year and a half later you see me getting like a 43 country streak which at the time was was quite high and then you have like, you know, you have like Paris World Cup. So yeah, I, I just, I'm, I quite like the fact that my videos show like a good development of the game and some of the like key moments in the, yeah, in GeoGuessr basically. Yeah, definitely. And how has it been kind of gaining traction in the YouTube world? Because, well, I'm, you know, I make videos myself and I have yeah, yeah. far less subscribers than you do and mm-hmm. it's just interesting to see how long you have to do it the amount of work you have to put into it to yeah. really kind of gain a following yeah it's really hard because i think the the number of people out there who are like looking for detailed geogesa content is relatively small mm-hmm. like i think in in short form content you can there are definitely ways to get a lot of views but i think for youtube mm-hmm. the audience is much more of a like detailed variety and it's hard. It goes through dips sometimes, like the appetite for GeoGuessr content. So mm-hmm. it's not always it's not always like a time to be growing. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. And there are probably times when I haven't capitalized as well on like waves as I should have. Mm. And then times when I've like just been yeah, growing and growing. But yeah, over the years, like it's it's very hard to be consistent. I've surprised myself by managing to sort of go on with it as long as I have yeah um, but it's 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 not easy it takes a lot like sacrifice a few things across the years as well but i've enjoyed it a lot so yeah that's great speaking of enjoying it have how have the how have the how's the interaction with the with the community been with yeah with that's commenters it seems like that can be kind of the highs and the lows yeah it can be like i so i think when i 
when I was quite early on in YouTube, I, and when I was really improving quite quickly, I did get to a point where I was, I think at the time, one of the better players, certainly one of the better players actually making videos. And I think around that time I did get a few people like doubting me or, and I think I, I, at the time I sort of thought it really mattered. Like I thought if you had a negative comment, it like really mm -hmm. was like the end of, of the world for you, but quite quickly just realized actually like it doesn't matter. So I don't really care about negative comments on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I then had a little bit of a phase of like exploring with like Instagram and TikTok. And again, like mm -hmm. loads of people thought it was fake and oh, really? sort of let that get to me a bit at first, but then realize it just doesn't matter. So the only advice is, yeah, negative comments don't matter. Just keep, keep pushing through. Yeah. 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 I finally um, got my first negative comments the other day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it will, it will affect you the first uh -huh. when it first happens, but like you'll keep going, you'll get more positive feedback and it really, yeah, it has someone's negative opinion has zero bearing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. How much do you interact with the your, your, your YouTube community? Do you respond to comments often? Yeah. I try to, I try to mostly respond to comments. Sometimes I sort of forget and like, I'll have the old video where I just kind of leave all the comments unanswered, but usually, yeah. and especially over the years, I've always tried to respond to stuff. Well, I imagine with 10,000 plus subscribers, it's quite a few comments. So can be, can be. There are times though when I've been a lot quieter and my uploads have been infrequent. Mm -hmm. So it's not always, it's not always so much to manage. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like the staying in touch with the community is like, I think love for the game is one thing, but like being involved in the community is another. And I think probably it's the latter that has kept me going so long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And with your videos, one thing that's pretty cool is that you've had some some of the biggest names in mm -hmm. GeoGuessr yeah. on them. People like, well, I don't want to. I almost don't want to mention names because I don't want to yeah, exclude yeah. people. But mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, people like Radu, yeah, and Zigzag, yeah. And how has that been? You know, making videos with some World Cup contestants. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's it's a funny one because. Like Radu, who is my obviously my favorite player mm. and one of my closest friends in the community. Mm -hmm. He's so funny thing is like he we interacted when he was like a new player, basically. So he commented on one of my YouTube videos and kind of was commenting quite a bit. And I got to know him a bit more, realized he was very serious about playing. And used to play with him, used to like discuss stuff with him and notice he was just improving so, so quickly. And obviously, like, did not take long for him to become like the absolute best, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. So, like, in terms of that, I think I'm I'm basically lucky that I started making videos as early as I did because it means that people like Radu, people like Zigzag, have like watched my videos for a long time. So it means I mm -hmm. just always had like a good relationship with people like that who are now like absolute legends of GeoGuessr. So yeah, I'm I'm lucky in a way that just by being early, it meant I've I've had. The opportunity to have a lot of like close relationships with really like famous and top like players and creators yeah and i guess it's i mean those relationships are the thing that matter the most yeah, yeah. anyway right yeah definitely like it is that is what matters like being able to like cheer for rado at the world cup was like the pinnacle of my geoguessa time oh my gosh yeah yeah the world cup was pretty cool i can't believe we've already got the americas section coming up in less than 10 days are you going to be covering that at all or are you going to? Yeah, good question. I don't know, actually. It's 
So a couple, yeah, a few of my good, yeah, I'd say like Jake, Fungus, CG, all mm-hmm. good friends of mine. Yeah. Luckily, wish them all the best of luck and I'll definitely be watching it. In terms of covering it, possibly not. I might save it for the World Cup because I think also like the format's a bit un- unknown at this point. Okay. I'm like, you know, maybe I'll do like a reaction to it, something like that. I think I'll sort of wait and see how it goes, wait and see how it pans out and then maybe yeah. react to it if I think I have anything to if I think I have anything valuable to say, yeah. Yeah. And going back to Radu real quick, mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think makes him, because he's one of my favorite GeoGuessr players yeah. to watch. Anytime he puts out a video, I'm yeah. like enraptured by it. What do you think makes him such such a strong player? I mean, yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm going to have a sip of water because I could talk. Okay. For... <laughs> I'll have a sip of my tea. Yeah, I could talk for hours about Radu. So... What makes him a strong player is, so he does not neglect anything. Like he, he can master any mode. He can master any type of clue. He knows that he knows it's a great strength to be able to draw from many, many different types of skill and clue in the game. So for example, he doesn't really play much moving, but he has a serious amount of talent for moving. Mm -hmm. Um, Like he can pinpoint extremely well. He can use info extremely well. And he mostly plays no move, but that, that just gives him an extra strength, basically. So, you know, any round with info or like where you can line up a road with some mountains, like he has the skills for that and he'll take points for the players doing that. Mm-hmm. And he also has his no move skills. He does loads of, loads of research, discovers loads and loads of metas and just remembers them really well, has like a very deep understanding of a lot of different countries. Mm. Yeah. He's yeah, just incredible player. Yeah, I remember watching, speaking of the no labels, his yep. video from the last few months or so where he got a 25K yep. with no labels mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. pretty pretty mind-blowing. Yeah, yeah. And he has a great mindset as well. He really, he does have a lot of confidence and holds keeps his head together in competitive situations very well. Um, mm-hmm. That helps too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I imagine... I imagine the World Cup must have been insane pressure. Yeah. I, I was watching the video this morning of you guys going through his, his guesses. Yes. And it seemed like a common theme was like, you know, like at the loading screen, like, I don't know what country this is. I'm like kind of freaking out. But yeah, yeah. I imagine it really probably messes with your head with, with that amount of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. I It's just, I, I think as well, playing solo is so mentally tough, especially in front of viewers yeah so i'm i mean i wasn't playing i i would have likely crumbled under the pressure of playing yeah. solo at the world cup but someone like Raddy can deal with it really well he just he just believes in his own knowledge and believes in his own guesses which is something i don't always do um, yeah no that can be so hard mm, to do i think yeah, yeah yeah you know people always talk about gaslighting themselves yeah yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. kind of a popular term where it's like yeah in the first split second you know maybe that it's South Africa, but by the end yeah. of by the end of the round, you've convinced yourself that it's like Australia or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just yeah, devastating. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I'm the same. I talk myself out of the right answer fairly often. It happens. Mm-hmm. And so you were saying that Radu doesn't seem to. Dis- I, I think maybe I'm. These are my words, but he doesn't seem mm-hmm. to discriminate between different types of meta. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Is that so? Like- yeah. What I mean is he. So, you know, you you have like newer. I would say new, slightly newer metas like copyright and 
certain car features as well let's say and like coverage like being as specific as like months of coverage in russia and how to distinguish them so they're all very new things and very like google coverage related but he also and, and like they can be they can yield you a lot of points if you know how to use them well but he has the background in landscape architecture okay language information like he has such a detailed background in all those things as well that he's not just he's not just flying into all these new metas and just trying to use them he's got such a good like grounding in every aspect of the game that he can like use all these things in parallel or use any of them in any given round like he could have a, a game of five see five locations and like deduce all of them in completely different ways like you're looking at architecture one round copyright another mm. round info another round yeah yeah i suppose yeah i suppose that is the ultimate way to be able to tackle around is from different yeah. from different mm -hmm. angles mm -hmm. and yeah. i know that some i've watched some players on youtube who seem to kind of have problems with certain metas yeah i'm thinking of one player who really there's a player who really 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 hates japanese pole plates and they're just like, I am not going to learn it. It's so dumb. Yeah. But then that same that same player has learned Japanese area codes. Okay. And for me, it's like, what is the difference between learning an area code versus learning a pole plate? That's my yeah, uh, yeah. opinion on it. Do you do you personally like tend to favor any meta or kind of tend to think that meta certain meta is kind of not as pure? Yeah, I don't really care much about purity. Like I, I sort of do in theory, but I think the reality of it is such that we'll never get away from it and there's no point in fighting against it like copyright is sort of stupid in a way <laughs> but like you can't it's a competitive game and it's it's never going to go away so i don't i don't i can't bring myself to really mind i guess i would i would sort of encourage people to let's say you're a new and rapidly improving player like i would encourage players to get a, to focus on information and architecture and things like that as much as like just like poles cars that's my like preference but people can play the game however they want yeah of course people seem yeah. to tend to gravitate towards certain yeah. stuff but architecture is definitely yeah definitely a cool one yeah i saw a video you did with zigzag recently in yeah. indo yeah and it seemed like there was a lot of talk about indos not, yeah. for me impossible but... i'm not i'm not good at indo either like i've i've learned bits and bobs but i've not done it consistently enough enough mm -hmm. to like maintain a real improvement but yeah i've learned some things very cool country one where yeah you can use you can use a lot of different things architecture is great vegetation is great information is great yeah lots of mm -hmm. lots of cool clues in indo yeah yeah, is that I want to move on to the things uh, that you're more passionate about. But mm, yeah, yeah. is there a country? One last question about about this meta yeah. stuff. Is there a country that you're currently set on mastering, or that you're currently learning? Is it Indo? Is it something else? Um, I've had like various small attempts at some other bigger countries to like learn a bit more. Indo was one of them. Had a little bit of a venture into the US because I've been really weak at US recently. Mm -hmm. So just done a little bit more to help myself with those, but it takes a lot more than what I've done so far. I think Russia's on my horizon somewhere as well. Um, yeah. Like I do have some areas that I can recognize pretty well, but then mm -hmm. I'm just trying to like maybe get a little bit more knowledge about antenna because 
Mm-hmm. Do sometimes have some vibes in Russia and know a few specific areas, but then I think with like some more decent antenna knowledge, I could just improve my guesses. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure out how I can get Finbar to coach me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got a lot of good. His YouTube channel is a great place to go. Yeah, very detailed content and does require like really committing and sitting down to to learn it. But he's got a lot of great resources on his YouTube and in his document too. Uh huh. Cool. Well, let's uh, get into some of the stuff that we talked about that you're passionate about. It that's okay. Another thing I want to talk about with you is competitive geoguessing. Okay. What is what is your relationship with comp- the com- competitive geoguesser? So, competitive geoguesser, like I guess you have on one hand like the official modes, like the, the like duels, moving, no moving, NMPZ, all the solo modes. I don't do much of that. I went through a phase of doing quite a bit, mm-hmm. but I don't. I personally just feel a lot of pressure when I play solo competitive stuff. So I don't always enjoy it. Sometimes I do, but then I'll lose one and really stop enjoying it. So yeah, it's, I probably need to work on that though. Like that is more a problem with my mentality than anything else. I I was having, when I was playing more moving jewels, I actually had quite a lot of success. I had, was winning quite a lot, but just really stopped. I don't know. I, I just, as soon as you start dropping yellow, everything goes downhill quite quickly. And then I just wanted to take a break from it. But I've played a few no move games, mm-hmm. which obviously is a much newer format. Quite enjoyed those. NMPZ is not for me. I know that about myself. I'm not going to touch that because it's just a recipe for disaster. Why um, is it not for you? I mean, it's not really I, for me either. Yeah. <laughs> so my, my view on NMPZ comp is like, fine, I'll, I'll play it for content and I'm, I'm capable of some good games, etc. But my view for NMBZ in comp is actually there aren't people aren't really good enough at NMBZ for it to be competitive. Like okay. fine, you have some people like Radu or Bag or and others too, like concert and many uh, yeah, whoever you want to know, who can like maintain a good win rate in NMBZ. But actually, most players, even ones who are good and like pretty high rated in comp, are just not quite good enough to really climb the ELO playing NMBZ. Okay. Yeah. And it's it just makes it quite random. Like you'll face someone else who's decent, you know, they might, you might mess up in 1.5 X and lose everything. Like, yeah. And you know, you might've won big on a couple of earlier rounds. It, it's just, I don't know. I think for some players it works well, but I think for most players it's too random. Yeah. Well, and that brings me to multipliers. I mean, mm-hmm. that's one thing where you really see in NMPZ, you really see, I mean, you yeah. see the effect of multipliers in all, all the, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, you know, people have, griped about multipliers for so long yeah what is your view on multipliers and yeah what is your view on multipliers yeah i mean when you lose to to when you lose because of multis it's the most unfair thing in the world yeah everyone shares that feeling or has had that feeling like i think the good things about multis are it can speed a game up Mm -hmm. like there are other ways to do that too but multis can speed a game up they can they can make medium countries important Mm mm-hmm which is good True. because I think if you just always played no multis, all you're doing is just asserting the status of big countries in their hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Guess, uh, yeah. So that's not that's not ideal in my view. Yeah. Also, multis are quite exciting for content yeah. and tournament and stuff. So there is good stuff about them. I think it's just I think people acknowledge that like I don't I don't know. Like, I, I really don't know where I stand. So my my opinion changes, like can be really unfair and you can lose a match that you should have won because of a multi. But I think 
because it's good for content, because it allows medium countries to stand out sometimes, I think a lot of people just sort of accepted it as like a necessary evil almost. Mm-hmm. But I think, I do think basically the player base and the devs too should be ambitious about trying out different methods mm-hmm. of scoring things. Like we yeah. have nothing to lose from trying different things. So many different roads we could go down. Yeah, I'd, I'd be in favor of, of trial and error with some different I'm trying to think of what an alternative could be. One thing that just came to mind was maybe in this, it's probably a terrible idea, but like multipliers based on the size of the country. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's that sort of thing that I'm thinking of. Yeah, it takes quite a lot of thinking to sort of, and quite a lot of trial and error, I think, to get something that that works. But things like that are worth, I I think things like that are worth a shot. Yeah, because it's, I mean, it's a shame that, you know, speaking of the Netherlands, yeah, you've you've probably seen lots of yellow plates. Well, I guess in yeah. your life, if you lived in the UK too. Yeah, um, you know, no one really cares about learning the Netherlands. Yeah, because yeah, why? Why would you? Yeah, I do think there are so many small countries that have some really cool regional things that people just don't care about because, like, it doesn't really affect the comp games, and that's that's fair. But it would be nice to be able to have a bit of a spotlight on some other countries for change because i think the era of geogesia we're in is very big country focused and that's that has been great like we've we've all learned things about really cool big countries but would also be cool to like give some more attention to some of those other ones that just have been sort of cast aside temporarily yeah from a geogesia perspective yeah become an expert in andorra yeah exactly yeah i I love you know so do you know scriper um, yeah, I've I've seen them. Yeah, before. yeah. so he's he's not so active at the moment, but he's a legend, and mm-hmm. he's done some really cool videos of like no move twenty five k's of like tiny countries. Yeah, just because he sat there and learned like every road in San Marino and stuff. Oh, that's super cool. Quite cool. Yeah, it's really cool. that's super cool. Yeah, I see people who are like nuts at like Kyrgyzstan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm kind of like, why? I mean, one initial reaction is like, why would you take so much time to learn such a small country? But it's it's pretty satisfying. It's just fun. Yeah, it's really yeah. Fun. I did it with Singapore and loved it. Yeah. Like I had, I was grinding for like a no move world record 25k for Singapore and had like some of the most fun I've ever had in Jurgis. Really? Yeah. yeah. Did you really learn cool. any weird metas for Singapore Not, or? Ah, uh, sort of nothing. <laughs> I mean, they have these districts. So like okay. a lot of street names will be, will contain the name of the district. So like if you learn those, you're, you're pretty set. Mm-hmm. And then there, you pick up on another on, on yeah a couple of other things too but have to cast my mind back a bit to remember them yeah yeah i would imagine maybe i don't know it might make you want to go to singapore too i don't know yeah. anytime i've devoted a lot of time to a country it makes me want to go there more yeah oh uh, definitely yeah i i what else did i do i had a day i had like i grinded loud for like three hours and loved that like, oh wow really i mean there's not loads to learn but yeah it was just really fun to get to a point where i felt almost like i couldn't make a mistake probably would make mistakes now but i think like with just a few hours of practice you can like completely completely master it yeah yeah what's your irl travel experience been like have you gotten to travel much it's been pretty good actually yeah i've been quite mm-hmm. lucky been to south america i've been to quite a few parts of asia like japan and grand hong kong and quite a bit of southeast asia too yeah oh wow and europe is like if you live in europe it's really easy to get around to other parts of Europe, so that's been good too. Yeah. yeah. Do you find that helps you much? Yes, I can do. 
can do. Like definitely times in like, oh, I don't know, I've been to Peru and there are a few times when I'm like, oh, this feels like like that area around Kristen. Okay. Probably half the time I'll be wrong about that. But yeah, um, Peru is so hard to guess. Yeah, like France, like I've been to France quite a lot over the over the years and I think definitely pick up on certain like architectural vibes mm-hmm. in some places. So it's, it's, it can be a bit helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talking about some some things that we, we we could maybe both comment on, like the yeah. upcoming World Cup, the past yes. World Cup. So let's try to get to those if we can. But I also want to ask you about yeah. Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> because lovely. you've you've done videos on Mexico. You yeah. have one of the top no moving scores on Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, what are you still interested in yes. learning more of Mexico or what what's 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 been going on with that? Um, yeah, so I put it aside briefly because I realized I should like stop making mistakes and like sending wrong countries in certain situations uh-huh. and like, get a bit better at like US and Indonesia. But yeah, I I Mexico's easily my favorite country in Indonesia. Cool. So. Definitely like have always had a love of like any like Hispanic related or Spanish speaking culture. And yeah, Mexico just over time in GeoGuessr, I just sort of appreciated it more and more. And I was sort of doing a series about like mastering different countries and realized Mexico was actually like a really difficult country that at that point no one had really got that good at. Like I knew yeah. like Radu could make quite a lot of good guesses in Mexico, but and I just thought, yeah, let me just play loads of it, see what happens. Got good at like recognizing certain areas. So sort of was able to have good games and make a fair amount of good guesses. But then sort of I realized that at the same time, Angelo and Adlama had been working on some like really useful metas for Mexico. Mm-hmm. So they like published some of them like fairly shortly after I'd been grinding the country. So yeah. learned all these things that I'd sort of been missing and like filled in some of the gaps I had on Mexico. And then just grinded it again, having learned all this new stuff. Still can make wild mistakes. Though. Yeah. Like it's hard. Yeah. It, it still is a hard country. Like I think like you have to pay a lot, I don't know, a lot of attention to detail, but like sometimes I don't always do that and I just send some like wildly wrong guesses. Yeah. I just love it. I, I think it coverage is really great. And mm-hmm. I love urban and rural. Okay. Yeah. Really nice. It's rare for people to say that they like urban Mexico. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I've tried to make a bit of an effort with taxis and phone numbers, mm-hmm. uh, clues like that. And like just learning sometimes like ridges and mountains and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, enjoy it. Yeah. It yeah, can if- be hard. I mean, some urban locations in Mexico are impossible, mm-hmm. as in other countries like Russia can be impossible, oh, urban, really? like many others too. Yeah. But it's worth it when you get that one round when you know something specific and you can get the city, it's worth it. Yeah. What do you look for in urban Mexico rounds? Urban Mexico rounds, architecture. So like yeah. I guess like sometimes you get like colorful architecture sort of East Coast. You get your like Yucatan thatching, you get your yeah. like white brick sort of in the arc east of Mexico City and a bit further south. Mm-hmm. You get your red brick and your mud brick west, stuff like that. But then like phone numbers are really useful. Street signs will have postcodes, which I don't yeah. know, but I know the rough pattern. Like taxis, there are a lot of like state and town specific s- taxis. Because of the topography of the country as well, you can get some recognizable ridges and mountains. 
palms and stuff can be useful mm-hmm. if you think you're coastal. Yeah. 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 How do you deal with, with jungle Mexico? Jungle Mexico. Like, yeah. With, you it's know, kind of tropical Mexico. Yeah. 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 It's, it's really hard. Like you can confuse like, yeah, the peninsula, the Yucatan Peninsula is not that easy for region. Yes. Soil color I use sometimes. Okay. Different types of roads sometimes as well. By and large, still pretty tough to region guess. Mm-hmm. And then like Tabasco to Veracruz, that arc can always be quite tricky. Mm-hmm. Soil stuff sometimes as well. Like, yeah, it's it's not always it's not always gonna go too well though, when you make those guesses, but it mm-hmm. seems to go well off on enough. Yeah. And what about the north of Mexico? North I find roof. like sometimes you I think I feel like you know you're in the north, but do you go yeah. Mexicali or do you go Matamoros? Yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Like pole stuff, it's kind of useful in the north, like crucifix poles and wooden poles. Okay. Those things will make me tend to go a bit more west. Yeah. But landscape can be really tricky unless you know it in loads of detail. Then what else? I mean, like concrete roads sometimes help a bit. Like I tend to see them a bit more in like Durango or Sonora. Oh, really? And then, yeah, other than that, it's just hit and hope you know? yeah what about tamaulipas <laughs> tamaulipas yeah. yeah so it's got this nice like it's got this grassy quality to it sometimes and has a lot of very low vegetation okay it feels you can have a slightly almost swampy feel sometimes by that southern part of texas okay can be baited by some random ridges it has like sometimes it's actually got more innovation than you expect yeah Paving as well, it, it has this like very grainy road quality a lot okay. of the time. Yeah, yeah, can be, can be hard. Yeah, I for me, it's like, yeah, the north is is really hard. Yeah, yeah. What would you say is what? What are some of the easiest states to get? Okay, in that's that's a great question. Ooh, let me think. Puebla can be free sometimes because of the hexagonal paving. I mean, okay. sometimes it's Tlaxcala as well, but they're close enough to each other. I'd say there is a handful of like very free metas, which when you see them will guarantee you the state more or less. Like Oaxaca sometimes has speed limits written on the road. That's quite free. Yeah. Then what else? I, I mean, yeah, thing like info, like if you know how to use info in Mexico, that can make certain states free. Mm-hmm. Like knowing about phone numbers is useful. Knowing about mm-hmm. taxis is useful. Then I'd say also like another reason Puebla can be free is because you can quite often see like certain mountains so like okay. Orizaba or La Manlinche yeah things like that if you know how to spot those that can be free as well or like yeah. Nevado de Colima things like that yeah okay wait this is a dumb and, question yeah but yeah, Nevado yeah. de Colima is that in Colima no that's Colima yeah that's Colima <laughs> okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So I, I was I was rambling about another state there oh okay. yeah I guess um Monterey ridges as well and like yeah that's freest once you've seen it enough times like you you're guaranteed to to get that right, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. What about Baja? Baja, wow. Region <laughs> guessing Baja or identifying? Identifying and then region guessing. Okay, is that yeah. possible? How do you what do you how do yeah. you approach it's Baja? Possible. I'm not that good at it. I mean there are areas oof, I don't know. I don't know. Identifying Baja is like they have certain variety of cacti that you can spot. Sometimes they're very like quite tall, spindly ones, and they have a few others too. Yeah. Another thing is like a lot of the main roads in Baja have really like crisp, like blue sky coverage and like very like few clouds in the sky. 
Okay. So like it, that doesn't mean it's Baja, but it's like if you have a Baja vibe and you see that, that's quite yeah. a good indicator of one of the main roads. Then you get like older camera generations quite far south as well. Okay. So Gen 2 would be usually... Gen kind of 2, like... I, I see a lot like really towards like Cabos and La Paz but in, okay. in BCS. Yeah. And then like Tijuana and Senada area, you get those like slightly LA feeling like mountains where it's okay. dry but not like completely rocky. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Mexico is... I, I grinded it recently. Yeah. And I I did this thing on my YouTube channel where I was like, I'm not leaving this room till I get at least yeah. 20K. Okay. Yeah. And How did you I do ended it? up getting really lucky and getting like yes. a 20, 23 something. Oh my God. Lovely. Yeah, oh, point, I saw your name on the, on the, yeah. on the uh, high scores. Yeah. Yeah. At one point, I think it was seventh and now it's 14th. Okay. But like now I feel like I've kind of lost it. Yeah. That does happen. Like I've, uh huh. I've not played as much Mexico recently and sometimes I jump in and I'm like, how am I making such bad guesses? And it, it does go like the the vibes of certain places yeah. kind of disappear from your head. Did yeah. you enjoy playing it though, at least? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've, you know, I've lived in Mexico City, Guadalajara yes. and Oaxaca. Yeah. I've, I don't know if I've ever sent Oaxaca. <laughs> like, I feel like it doesn't come up that much. Yeah. Or maybe that's it's, just my bias. Um, Oaxaca's tricky. Like it has some... Yeah specific things like that road marking yeah. i mentioned and then like a few other things you can use like it grows like tequila plants and sometimes has a sort of reddish soil mm-hmm. but it can look like a lot of other things like sometimes you can confuse it for like north as well for like Durango locations. For... yeah yeah things like that um okay. i've definitely had that happen before so it's kind of it can look like other things sometimes and it's like i'm not the best at always picking out Oaxaca definitely definitely can be there are definitely a lot of good bait locations in, in that state for sure yeah and Morelos as well Morelos has for such a small state Morelos has oh. like every possible location you could it just seems to have every weird thing that looks like something else yeah yeah I suppose does Morelos does does it have high elevation and kind of low elevation in the same state yeah so? well I think I think I think a lot of it's quite high but like hmm. I don't really know what it is. My theory is maybe that it happens to have a lot of coverage in different times of year, maybe. So like it looks really different between seasons. That might be part of it. Um, but yeah, just there's a lot of very random stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. Mexico's a cool one. A lot of people, when you watch them play Mexico, they're just like, oh yeah. God, Mexico. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing in Mexico. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of where I am again now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I grinded it pretty hard a few months yeah. ago but now it's just like yeah it really does yeah i'm i'm i find myself in the same position sometimes like i i, I can make a lot of good guesses but i really can make quite a few very bad mm-hmm. ones too so yeah yeah if you're playing competitive are yeah. there is there any country that you're like yes like like for me it's chilly if i see chili i'm like okay yeah. i feel yeah, okay. okay i i'm i'm okay it's chilly yeah. like i love guessing in chili are there any countries like that for you where you're like, okay, I can, I can handle this. Yeah. I'm happy with Mexico. Mm-hmm. I'm sometimes happy with Spain, although sometimes it goes horribly wrong. I think as well. Yeah. Chile. I don't mind. What else? What, I think it depends. I don't always have like, it's not always like that. I favor certain countries. It's more that like, I know enough about a lot of countries that I could get something where I'm like, I know this. Yeah. But 
I'm not like an expert in like Australia, but there might be certain rounds where I really know it or like same with Brazil. Kind of, it kind of, it's kind of round dependent because I don't know a lot of countries in enough detail to always be yeah. happy when it comes up, but I know enough to sometimes be like, oh yeah, I, I've got this. Yeah. What, what would you say your worst country is? I'm, I'm doing really badly with US and Canada mm. for some reason. Like, I'm even mixing them up with each other mm-hmm. more, way more than I should be. So that part of the world is like causing problems for me at the moment. Yeah. And yeah, Russia, I can make bad. Okay, big mistakes. Yeah. 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 So things like that. A lot of us can. I mean, the, the US is hard. Like, yeah. in, for me, yeah, I'm American and I've traveled to most of the, the states, but that doesn't help. That doesn't help that much. Yeah. Uh, I know. It's, yeah. Like, all I, of the West kind of looks the same. Yeah. 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 It's hard. It's very hard. I think, like, the people who are really good at US know really, really detailed things about. I don't know, it's hard. Like I, the, the metas they use in the US, you can't even compare to other countries sometimes. Like it's about, I don't know, it's, it's some strange stuff sometimes that they look at in America. Like you have these like r- uh, road reflectors and certain mm-hmm. like road metas. Rumble strips. Yeah. And then, but also like I've heard JHK talking about like, just like he just seems to know so much about loads of different states and like how they do certain random things and like how they mm. like what like a front garden might look like in one state okay. versus another thing like i don't know wow. but i don't know enough to really talk about it i've just heard him say some things that are really interesting yeah. this is um, john hardy kellogg you're talking yeah, about yeah 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 is he like is he, he kind of the u.s goat or yeah he so i'd say jhk banana man and radu three of them are all incredible at the u.s yeah really good yeah definitely. and others too like like cg is really good yeah, Ramil is really good, and there are others. I'm not that involved in US stuff, but I I know that there are some serious players. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I mean, you you said that you can find it still quite hard in US, even though. Yeah, even though so hard. Maybe. I mean, I haven't the the east basically basically anywhere east of the Mississippi is yeah. all kind of looks the same to me. Mm-hmm. You know, all of Appalachia. Yeah. You know, I guess yeah. it's kind of easy to recognize you're in the Apple. Appalachians, sort of, yeah, yeah. but that's a long mountain could, range. Yeah, you could send like Tennessee on Pennsylvania or something. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. And then the West, I feel like I should know the West better. Yeah, but I mean, Utah, Nevada, Idaho, New Mexico, mm-hmm. California—like they have all of that can look fairly similar. Yeah. So I think those states, like the, the coverage is less dense, and I think those top U.S. players that we mentioned like they seem to really know the roads in those mm. states yeah well like i know like wyoming like i know jhk has like grinded certain states like wyoming to a point where he can like no move 25k them that's like that. yeah that's insane yeah. yeah i guess that's kind of what you have to do to a certain yeah. extent yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you got to keep your sanity too. the other one i think back to your question about bad countries actually i'm mm-hmm. i'm really bad at japan like i don't know, uh, I don't know any of the matters for japan you haven't um, learned the pull plates. No, no, I did. Okay. I did once, and I know like two of them, maybe. But, yeah. 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 Well, and now that no move is becoming more so more prevalent, like the pull plates are a little less useful. Yeah, because I think yeah, it'd be interesting to break down the percentage of locations where you can actually reliably see the plate. It's probably not totally. that high. Yeah. Basically, a lot of times you can only see if it's vertical or horizontal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that doesn't really. I mean, it helps a little bit, but yeah. And yeah, some of the metas, I had a, 
I sent Kyushu the other day on just because of the grass, the quote unquote Kyushu grass. Yeah. And it was like far north. Yeah, I think that <laughs> I think people I've, people say that's that's quite fake. Yeah. Uh huh. What I do countries like countries that I really can't region guess and like, do not have a single sort of Ukraine and Japan, for example. Oh yeah. Ukraine, like I can tell when it's far west because mm-hmm. of architecture and landscape because it's hilly and has like more sort of red brick stuff and okay. that's fine. But the rest of Ukraine, I'm clueless. Yeah. Likewise, Japan. So Sam and Jewel, I'll just insta send middle just straight yeah. away, just hoping that my opponent will do the same. Basically. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's the kind of the first step. It's so interesting the process for learning your country. Yeah. Like it seems like for me, I you know breaking it down into chunks. Like right now for Ukraine, I'm the same. Mm-hmm. Is it flat? Somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Is yeah. it is it hilly? Somewhere west. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then ideally you break it down even a little further. Yeah. But yeah, I I don't know. It's interesting what can grab our attention. Yeah. Like wh- why we become obsessed with learning some countries yeah. and not others. I don't know yeah. what it is that. I think it's just, I I like variety. So like I can, mm-hmm. I can enjoy Russia. Like Russia has a lot of, you know, samey bits. <laughs> yeah. Like it has a lot of really, really interesting stuff. Like you go up towards Mamansk or you go to Kamchatka yeah. and everything else like loads of cool stuff and enough subtle thing is enough subtle differences in the sort of broad planes that you can like pick up on certain things like uh-huh. there are differences in vegetation and things like that uh-huh. but for me something like ukraine like people I, i'm happy to be corrected but like i just i do find that the majority of ukraine like i just couldn't couldn't really find enough in the landscape to to sort of grab me to want to learn subtle differences how's your cyrillic it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's not as like fluid as some people's, but I, mm-hmm. I can, I can replace names quite comfortably. Yeah. yeah. That's for me. That's one of the things that, that I, I'm kind of proud of with the GeoGuessr yeah. community. I mean, I yeah. feel kind of weird even including myself. I mean, I, I haven't yeah, been yeah. playing the game for that long, but like, yeah. I think it's so cool yeah. that it can be pretty expected that every top level, every basically champion division level GeoGuessr can read Cyrillic. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really, really cool. I agree. And I, I love as well that like even for a relatively small country like Bangladesh mm. and people like Blinky and others have learned to read Bengali. I love yeah. that. Thai is getting a little bit more popular as well. Yeah. And those things are hard. Like Cyrillic is one thing. Like it's yeah. It's it's it's, it's fairly straightforward to learn. Mm. Thai and Bengali, like obviously that's that's an is another level. They're not yeah. necessarily like the hardest thing in the world, but it, it's a significant commitment to learn this. Yeah. Definitely. And you have to weigh it against like how useful is, is this going to be. With Cyrillic, yeah. it's like pretty obvious that that's going to be ins- very useful with just the yeah. amount of territory it covers. But Bengali is a slightly different story. The one thing I would say for Bengali, though, is I think Blinky probably learned that with a moving focus. So mm. when he's doing his... In insanely impressive 100Ks and things like that. If he gets Bangladesh, he can't afford to yeah. waste minutes. To... Yeah, like he, if he's going to get Bangladesh, like the addresses are everywhere in Bengali, mm-hmm. like literally everywhere. And if he can just read them, then it just makes that round 10 times mm-hmm. easier. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Blinky, if how, how was, how was your experience at the, the 2023 GeoGuessr? Who are some of the, oh, yeah, the players that, that stood out most to you oh my god uh 
I don't even know where to start because I met no. I met pretty much every player. Yeah, quite a few I'd met before, but I love I just love all of them. I think they all yeah were just so I was so pleased to meet some. I think like the people who I knew already that I knew well and get on with, but then there were some people who actually like didn't really know so well and got on well with. So like harmless. I'd never actually spoken to him loads and loads, but like, yeah. meeting him at the World Cup was so cool. We got on really well. Cool. Um, things like that. But like not a single person I didn't love meeting there. Like, And got to meet like fellow YouTubers for the first time as well. So I'd never cool. met CG or ZigZag. Oh, I wow. got to meet them both for the first time. So that was something I've been looking forward to. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cool. What, what was the atmosphere like? Was it, was it tense? Was it, it like, was... In, I guess in the, in the viewing area? Yeah. So the viewing area, so I guess day one group stage was more like low key. Mm-hmm. So you had the players like on one side, like playing their games on like a row of computers. And then you had like a much smaller audience that day, just kind of milling about near the bar. The games have been cast on screens and the players were kind of coming in and out to like chat to everyone else. Atmosphere was good. Like I think the players were quite tired. Like it was quite a demanding day, but the atmosphere was really good. It's just like chatting to people like watching yeah. the games together really friendly didn't seem too tense like i know the pressure was i know the pressure was high and there is no doubt about that but i think it that didn't make the atmosphere too tense or negative in any way it just the atmosphere was great yeah it seemed like a big function of how well people did and yeah. i'd love to hear your thoughts on this of course yeah is how well they could handle the pressure yeah that's true almost almost more important than their skill level that's true yeah 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 I think like yeah. fungus stands stands out from when fungus, I when I say that yeah, I basically yeah. am thinking of fungus. It seemed like yeah yeah fungus. Oh my god! I don't think anyone would have picked him, or at least from what people were saying, it didn't sound like they would have picked him to go that far and do that well. And he just you know kind of I think that helped him though. I think he didn't feel that he had pressure, and I think uh, he actually yeah. is so much better than people think. Even now, even yeah. even after he's reached the semifinals of the Joe World Cup, like he's still so underrated. Like he's yeah. He's a genius player, in my opinion. Uh-huh. Like he's, he like what I love about what I look for in my like favorite players is like people who do things that I haven't really seen before. Mm-hmm. Fungus approaches some rounds with a really like, really from like left field and just like brings up all these random things and yeah. like Radu like has decent mastery of like all different modes. Yeah, I, I okay. love I love Fungus. But yeah, about pressure as well. Like I was saying about Radu, like he he handled it really well. Mm-hmm. Consus was like very very cool and collective yeah. on a day which obviously helped him blinky as well like i think i do think blinky has a really good mindset but i just think there was like so much almost too much pressure on him like i know yeah. people were all having him as their favorite and i just thought like like it's per- perfectly perfectly reasonable to think blinky is the best player in the world like he yeah he really is like at the very least he's right right up there Mm-hmm. And his moving is obviously like completely extraordinary and unparalleled. But yeah, in a format like that, to pick someone as a clear favorite, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I just don't think there's too much randomness on the day for, for everyone to put all their money on. Totally. Like, and I just think that pressure was probably a bit unfortunate. Like I do think ultimately, I, like I can't speak for him and I admire him loads as a player, but like maybe maybe a bit of that kind of, course some nurse room on the day i don't know but yeah it was a no, lot to deal be, with either way yeah i can't imagine dealing with that i mean i you know get so nervous playing in like yeah. the acw unranked tournaments like yeah, yeah 
I can't yeah. imagine playing yeah, in yeah, front yeah. of in front of people. Yeah. Yeah. On a big screen. They handled um, they all they all came out of it. All the credit. They I mean, yeah. they couldn't deserve any more credit. Like they, they were all great mm-hmm. on the last day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious more I'm curious about fungus's abilities. Like huh. how how does he approach round uh, I don't even know uh, where to start. Like he's just so focused. Like he's so focused. Like I I play in the French league with him. Um mm-hmm. And he's really, really, really focused. Really loves like winning as well. Not in a yeah. like toxic or negative way. He just okay. really like is locked in and like yeah. wants to do whatever he can. But he just, I don't know. He just can. He has that knack to like pick out details or line things up and just, I don't know. And he has this just a great logic as well. Like he's so thorough, mm-hmm. so thorough in his thought process. Um, so focused yeah and I think as well I don't know one, I'm, I'm struggling to think of examples but there's one where he was like he just like he was playing against Jake and just like thought something like gave him an idea that it might be like a war memorial or something so he sent like that part of northern France and like just, just things like that he's just very very focused detailed thorough mm-hmm. but to such an extent that it's almost like I haven't seen many players demonstrate that to that level yeah well I, and i think you know <clears throat> what you were saying about the pressure <clears throat> excuse me not being on him as much yeah probably helped him to relax and let those details kind of filter in yeah yeah, yeah. he might have missed mm-hmm. if he had been exactly exactly yeah yeah super that's true nervous. i think against concerts he wasn't again could be wrong he might say a different thing but i do think against concerts he was just he was just there to play the game don't think he had like a massive amount. I mean, he had the pressure of everyone watching, but I don't think there was anything like above and beyond that. I think he was mm-hmm. just there to, to like you say, just focus on the location in front of him and very nearly got to the final. Yeah. 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 Did you have any interaction with Consus? With Consus? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit. He's a really, really nice guy. Really nice. Mm-hmm. And because he's from the Netherlands and I have a few connections to here as well, chatted a little bit about yeah. that. Yeah. Cool. And he came through the qualifiers, right? Yeah, he did. He did. Were people blown away? Like, were they super surprised at how well he did? Or I think it depends how well you know him or not. Yeah. So I think I was actually surprised because I've never like had too much to do with him previously. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't until I met him at the World Cup that I sort of chatted to him really for the first time. But I think if you if you played with him a lot, and I know people like Bag and Mipped have played with him a lot like i don't think they'd be surprised by how he yeah. did but he's quite he, yeah he's a bit more private than some people and i think mm-hmm. like other than playing in tournaments i don't think he puts too much out there about his ability he just turned up knowing yeah. absolutely loads with a great mindset and was yeah. able to do it yeah yeah it's really like good was... and also like sorry go, go ahead i was just gonna say it was he seemed like he was able to keep his cool yeah he kept his cool really well and the other thing i admire is that he he realized he had to like diversify his strengths a bit like i know he focused a lot on moving oh. and i think that helps not only with his moving games but probably with his no moving games as well okay like i know i noticed him like lining certain things up like a moving player would do and i think he mm. squeezed a few extra points out of having that skill yeah. yeah well and that brings me to the what we were talking about earlier too yeah. about treating every game mode equally which is a subject yeah. i know that you're interested in yeah, why 
I guess what's what, what are your thoughts on and we and we can maybe have this be the last thing we talk sure. about, or we could maybe have one just open yeah. open subject after this. But yeah. why do you think it's important to play play all the modes? So I think all the modes complement each other more than people realize, basically. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. So I think people like to talk about moving versus no moving, but at the yeah. end of the day, I think if you improve a lot at moving, that will help your no moving. And if you bring a lot of nine moving, that'll help you your moving. So like you might have a great region guess in a moving round and just zoom yep. right in and line up the road and that's your 5k in yep. 30 seconds rather than moving down the road for five minutes for info. And then the opposite is true as well. You know, you might get info, no moving. And if you can use that, then we might add 600 points to your score. Yeah. Same with lining roads up and like spotting like mountains and knowing what to yep. do with them. Yeah. And then how does NMPZ fit into it? So, yeah, I guess I, I, I probably mean it more with move versus versus no move because they're very okay. different in some ways. NMPZ, I think of as like a sort of enhanced version of no move. So it definitely helps as well. Like the more you, yeah, it, it helps. I group it in with no move personally. Um, okay. As a sort of limited info, limited movement yeah. mode. Kind of like um, the first, the first stage maybe yeah 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 like i i think you could definitely argue that being better at an mpz helps your no move yeah definitely because you're relying on yeah i guess you're relying on less info so the more you can deduce from the vibes or like vegetation and road mm-hmm. then that will help your no moving game and that will help your moving game as well so totally. yeah, they're all linked for sure yeah yeah i really wanted to do a study that compared guesses on an mpz versus guesses yeah. with no move that's good. And That's a great idea. Yeah. I don't know how you would do it to make it really controlled, but like yeah. to see what percentage people get better yeah. when they go from NMPZ to, to no move. And then maybe like 15 seconds of moving or something yeah. would even probably ideally increase that score. That's interesting. I wonder if 15 seconds of moving would like, there's an Increase argument, or decrease? It, well, there's an argument that it could because... I do find in, in moving duels sometimes if someone insta sends against you, yeah, you kind of you don't know whether you should look for info or whether you should just stop moving yeah. and just look around and can be hard to make the right decision. And if you if you're just looking for info for those fifteen seconds, you might completely fail to take in the vibe of the place. Yeah. 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 No, I for for me personally, if someone insta sends me against me, it's the most terrifying thing that can be done in yeah, competitive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It can be horrible. Lately, um, I've been playing <clears throat> twenty-second moving rounds of ACW. Yeah, just to kind of good process for that. Yeah, yeah. you're always going to have at least fifteen seconds, obviously, yeah. and yeah. you're usually going to have about twenty seconds, even if the person is sending really fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. And I I've noticed that. Minimum, yeah. yeah, I've noticed that if I don't take in the vibe right away, yeah, I can really get tunnel vision. Okay, and it can really like. The first thing I need to do personally is is look around and kind of take in the vibe, try to figure out the country based on that, even if there's a sign right in front of me. Because if you zoom in on that sign and it doesn't help you, then you yeah. might start to panic if they've already yeah. sent. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's rough. That time, that time thing is, is rough and in, in moving, mm-hmm. moving jewels. Yeah. Do you see yourself playing much more competitive in the future? What do you? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, it's getting harder for me to keep up in a lot of ways. But your um, stat, I looked at your profile the other day. Your stats are... Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 
yeah, I dropped loads of ELO because I stopped. They dock, you know, they dock you yeah. for not playing. So I did, I peaked at like 1450 when I was playing more moving jewels. And I do have a good win rate. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I, I just, I, I prefer for me, I just prefer team competitive stuff because, yeah, my mindset in solo stuff, I get, I feel too much pressure and I stop enjoying it. So mm-hmm. I love yeah. playing in team things, whether it's moving or no moving. Like, yeah. I, I love yeah. that. Don't feel Communicating any with, with people about yeah. guest ideas would be fun. Yeah. yeah. And I guess I'm th- when, I'm th- when I'm playing solo, I'm thinking, how am I going to mess this up? But when I'm playing with a team, I think, I don't think negatively at all. I just think, how can I add to our like score here? Mm-hmm. I, have, I don't have any negative thoughts, really. Uh, like sometimes good. you might be a bit worried about speaking up and saying the wrong, like making a bad call, but I don't really worry about that too much. But in solo, my mindset is just the opposite. And I'm just, ne- mm-hmm. I'm in a negative mindset. I'm just thinking, what am I going to do to mess this up? Mm-hmm. Which is not good. Like I, I need to work on it, but I don't. I don't really know how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I've thought about that a lot too. Once, once those doubts start creeping in, yeah. it's tough to turn them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. well, I would love to. If there's anything else that you would, you know, like to talk about, I would uh, love to hear about it. I would also just like to know your 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 plans, your thoughts for what's in the future for geography challenges. Yeah. 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 What what's what are the next few months? Next few months like for you. Fair. So yeah, I've got a bit of I've got like more time than I usually have to do some geogesis stuff. So yeah, I, I don't know. Like I'm gonna try and improve at certain things. I'm not setting myself like a massive goal of like becoming like an incredible no moving player, but mm-hmm. just slowly ticking away at it and improving and just keeping like fairly regular content going. Yeah just for fun really the the one big thing i have in mind is like a this is i've not really told anyone about this yet but i'm working on a sort of history of geogesser video oh um, cool yeah so that's that's something that i'm looking forward to releasing yeah, made, as far like, as massive... no one's done anything like that have they? no exactly yeah yeah so i'm definitely looking forward to progressing on that which i'm hoping to do over the next couple of weeks and, uh-huh yeah. cool and just enjoying life and just enjoying life yeah Amsterdam. yeah yeah Lots of other stuff to do. I don't want to get like too tunnel vision on GeoGuessr because yeah. I just want to do it as much as I'm enjoying it and no more, basically. Yeah. What mm. yeah. What are some <coughs> hobbies or <coughs> excuse me, passions you have outside of GeoGuessr? <coughs> Lots. Yeah. Music and film. Always mm-hmm. like so I've got like cinema pass, so I can go to the cinema for like as me- as much as I want for twenty oh, hours a month. Listen to a lot of music, quite into running as well. Oh nice. Over the years, I've been quite into art. I haven't done much of it in the last few years, but maybe I'll have yeah. time to do a bit more of that. And generally, just like I do have a few friends here as well. So we yeah. have people coming to visit and stuff like that. So, yeah, fairly fair, fair amount of socializing too. Yeah. Nice. Is Amsterdam a good place to run? Yeah, it's it's good. I live I live quite near to a park. So, okay. Very good. I mean, the canals are maybe not so ideal because there are so many little like bridges and cyclists everywhere, but if you can get to the park, then it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering if you would be worried about cyclists running into you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The park's fine. As long as I can get okay. to the park, I'm fine. Yeah. Do you also cycle around much? Is I that... do. Yeah. I've hired a bike. So, okay. Very good way to get from place to place in Amsterdam. Beats cool. walking, beats public transport. Yeah. It's good. Cool. Sweet. Well, <clears throat> anything else you can think of that's. Uh, not really. I guess same question to you about what your plans are with GeoGuessr over the next few months. 
Oh, because uh, yeah, I, th- this is a great idea. This podcast, I wanted to, I wanted to say. Oh. So yeah, I, I would say anyone watching, if you, if you, you know, if you have things to offer about talking about the game, I would, I'd encourage you to do this. It's been really fun. But yeah, oh, I, thank you. I think yeah, thank podcasts you. and outside of the podcast, what are you? What are you yeah, thanks, on? thanks, thank you for that. Thanks so much for coming on. I think I'm like losing my voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've both been talking for a bit, but for me, let's see. I'm gonna start working in March. Mm-hmm. I haven't been working for the last little bit. I don't know. Cool. I actually don't know what I'm going to be doing because yep. I don't know what is on offer in okay. the, I live in a small town now and okay. in Seattle, there was tons of work. Yeah. I don't know exactly what there is around here. I've been looking okay. and yeah, there's not a ton. So, uh, but I've, I need to start working. Yeah. And so yeah. March is going to be when I'm really focusing on that, yeah. which will probably be good to get away from, you know, going so hard on GeoGuessr. I think it's yeah, good to yeah, take breaks. It's easy to get burnt out. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to do that. Like, I want to enjoy doing it long term. Like, I don't want to. I've just, I've just felt moments recently where I've been like, maybe just slightly overdoing it. And I need mm-hmm. to just not overdo it because then you'll stop enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. Are you pretty good about taking breaks when that happens? Or, yeah, yeah I am. I, I, <clears throat> I never, I never go. Yeah. For the most part, I don't go too hard on it because yeah. um, there is a limit to how much I'll enjoy it. Yeah. For me, the competitive is what gets me. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, I'll find, I'll go down these rabbit holes where I'll lose and I'll just click yeah. play again. And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's I'm not even, I'm in a trance and I'm just yeah. getting tilted yeah. and I'm getting angry yeah. and it's not a good vibe. That's, yeah. That's why I stepped away from comp. I was like, it's just yeah. not like, it's going to stop me enjoying GeoGuessr and I'll stop making videos. I'll stop like interacting with people if I keep like, like having this negative experience. Playing yeah. Comp. So I just kind of left it. Yeah. And if you look at people that have been successful on the YouTube end, you yeah. know, comp does not necessarily figure it in, figure into it at all. No, not necessarily. Like Jake's done great out of it and fully mm-hmm. deserved. Um, yeah. Like that's been his niche. Yeah. And I find it like, I know he's been getting really tilted at NMPZ because yeah. I think he feels that like comp is his thing and rightly so because he's been so good at it. Yeah. But I know, I think it's hard for him at the moment with an NPZ. Like he's, he's very good at NMPZ. But like I said, you can you can be very good, but still it's random enough to just lose a bunch of games. Yeah. So that's been a bit, I think that's been a bit rough for him. Yeah. Yeah, I've, um, I've watched his last couple of videos. Yeah. And, um, and he puts and a lot of pressure on himself. Cheater. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Jake's, Jake's great. Yeah. yeah. Also, I've met him a couple of times, luckily. Yeah. Um, he's great. He'll he'll be fine. He always, he always can, he can be negative about his own ability. But he's mm-hmm. seriously, seriously, seriously good. Yeah, I mean, his, his like place name knowledge, his yeah, yeah. district and Kabupaten and Sands, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's but, pretty off the yeah. charts. It'll be really cool to watch the qualifiers or the, yeah, yeah whatever they're calling it, coming yeah, up here yeah, on yeah. the 22nd or 23rd or something like that. Coming up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. Well, thank you so much, GC, thank for you. coming on the podcast. It's been awesome. Thank you so much. Hope to talk to you again in the future. And Absolutely. Wish you the best of luck with GeoGuessr and with all things. Thank you very much. Same to you. Okay. Well, thanks for uh, having me. It's been great. Yeah. Have a good rest of your evening and talk to you soon. Cheers. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Geography Challenges. Uh, I had a lot of fun and learned a lot too about him, about GeoGuessr. Check out his YouTube channel for sure. It's Geography Challenges. I'll link to it in the show notes. 
And I will also have timestamps in the show notes with the various subjects from this podcast. This podcast, the 5K GeoGuster podcast, is produced by me, Mark Wetzler. Special thanks to Dan Madison for the intro and outro music. And I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your days and talk to you soon.